Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is Don't Tread on America. All right, guys, how's it going out there? It is Sunday, September 5th, 2021. And, uh... How's it going out there today, guys? Everyone doing good? It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Had a uh, pretty good morning so far. I mean, morning, it's it's afternoon now, but a uh, good weekend for me in the sense that, uh, you know, I am a Gators fan, those people that know me out there, and, of course, they won. So great, great Saturday night there. And got up this morning, hit the gym for a couple hours with a, uh, the elusive uh, CK1, and uh, had a good chest day, knocked that out, came home, waxed my car, and uh, now I'm here with you guys. Oh, <laughs> and by the way, I did do another song. Uh, you want to hear, hear it? Go. Okay, I'm actually going to go ahead and play it. Not right now. I'll play it later um, in the show. And uh, the biggest reason... I did this, uh, I was talking to Chris the other day on the phone, and it popped into my head, and he was like, you got to get this one done ASAP, because it's very timely in the sense of what's going on right now in the, uh, with Biden and, and whatnot, so there was no, uh, no way it could be delayed, because I don't want to do it like a month from now, and everyone would be like, what the fuck is he talking about? So, uh, yeah, so uh, did that. Did that after I got done waxing the car. And uh, we'll have that here for you in a little while. Now, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, we've been asking. We've been doing this show since uh, I think our first show was January 14th or 7th. I don't even remember. So, you know, I don't know. Roughly eight months we've been doing this show. And we continuously ask you guys for feedback. Hey, go to our Facebook, go to our Twitter, go to our Instagram, whatever. Um, now, I get it. Not everybody's on Facebook or Twitter and whatnot. But I've got to imagine that most of you guys are. And regardless of whether the fact you're on Facebook or Twitter or whatnot or not, if you're listening, whatever, I shouldn't say if, but whatever platform you're listening to the show on they i'm pretty sure each one of them have a like a comment sen- section you can go if you're listening to us on podbeam or i know for a fact podbeam apple i think spotify and amazon you can um you can of course what we've been asking is we need you to follow us you know like the show follow the show share the show um whether you share it word of mouth or on on your social, personal social media platforms. Um, that's the only way we can grow this. Um, but um, words, <laughs> the uh, if, if you don't have a Facebook or whatever, you can comment on said uh, platform, you know, that you're listening to the podcast on. I'll see the comments still, whether it's Podbeam or Spotify or 
whatever it is, because the the way I distribute the podcast is via Podbeam, which is why I've been trying to get more people to listen to us on Podbeam. We can do um, live shows and and whatnot, and that way you guys will get an alert right then. Hey, oh look at that, they're on. Um, <clears throat> but uh, either way, you can comment on those apps and say, hey, your songs suck. Hey, your songs are great. Hey, uh, maybe you should do a song like this, or hey, what about that? And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm just, I tried, you know, we're obviously living in serious times and we got a lot of bullshit going on. And I, and I am a relatively serious guy, but I do try to joke and kind of bring some levity to life in general. And I try to reflect that onto the show. Uh, and a little backstory on me, ever since I was a little kid, I've made up songs. You know, you're listening to you know, whatever songs are on the radio at the time. Now, granted, if you've noticed, most of the songs that I'm remaking, that I'm redoing, are, uh, you know, older songs. Because, uh, hello, older guy, right? I don't know the new songs that are on the radio these days. I don't know what these, these kids are listening to nowadays. I just know the old songs from back in my day. And uh, so, but I would also venture a guess that the majority of the people that are listening to this show, no matter where you're at, are in the age range of me and so when I do a song a uh you know whatever under what tune whatever tune I use you you're familiar with that you know we did COVID's back you know with Eminem people are like oh shit that's Eminem oh uh, we did uh Spongebob you know whether you watch Spongebob or your kids watch Spongebob or whatever you you got the tune so anyway and I'm pretty sure you'll know this next song when I do when I you know play that for you guys later Anyway, <clears throat> I digress. Uh, <laughs> before we get too much into the show, I just wanted to say uh, we're almost to 3,000 downloads, so that's good. Uh, keep, keep on doing what you guys are doing and helping me out. And uh, keep doing the, uh, doing the sharing and the liking and the spreading the word to your like-minded friends. But we want to thank our sponsors, um, of course, the infamous uh, smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM. You get 20% off. Check out their razors and accessories. And like I said, I know it's a catchy name. It's a silly name. Smooth balls, blah, blah, blah. It's not just for that. You can use it to shave your arms. Your, you know, if you shave your legs, your underarms, your back, your, you know, whatever. It's not just for that. Uh, however, you can use it for that. So um, I don't, <laughs> I don't use it for that because I don't, you know, whatever. But, you know, I shave my arms. I shave my back because, yeah, I'm a hairy guy. So, whatever. Anyway. And also, don't forget uh, Maker's Mark uh, Whiskey. And uh, we are now a brand ambassador. I mentioned that on the last show. And uh, so, check them out. Um, we're, we're, there's no discount codes or anything like that. Uh, they're basically, uh, we're, they're getting make, they're, we're making our own uh, whiskey. And granted, it'll be, a, it'll, it'll be a little bit before it comes out. Hopefully, this show, by the time that happens, is... Very, very popular and worldwide and, you know, so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, it'll make more sense at that time. But, you know, you got to start somewhere. So, anyways, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and end the show. No, I'm joking. So, what do we got to talk about today? Obviously, right now, there's a lot of shit going on in the world today. And... um one of the biggest things I was I was wanting to talk to you guys about, if you guys haven't seen this in the news, surely you have. But um, Texas, 
they actually passed a bill. I think it was back in May of this year. I wanna I wanna say, uh, but the it's called the uh, Texas Heartbeat Bill, and it's it basically it started it went into effect this past week. Um, I think the first September first I think was the first day. At any rate, the I'm not without reading the whole bill. Basically, what it is is. Um, of course, depending on what channel you watch your news on, it's automatic. Texas bans abortions. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, now you can't even do da, 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 da. Okay, so I'm going to say this about that. Whether you believe in abortions, whether you believe uh, abortions right or not. Now, I'm going to give you my personal stance. I believe that abortions are not a good thing because you're punishing a life that doesn't have a choice. So... People that want to argue for abortion. So you want to sit there and say, I'm pro-choice. My body, my choice. Women's rights, blah, blah, blah. And I agree. Your body, your choice, you have a right to decide what you do with your body. But the idea behind this um, bill is it's called a heartbeat bill. So um, depending on who you ask, if you ask your your preachers or, you know, uh, extreme conservatives, They'll tell you that um, concept, you know, conception is the beginning of life. So, you know, you and your you know, girlfriend have sex and she gets pregnant, you know, like within a day or two, she realizes, oh, crap, I'm pregnant. Well, people will tell you that that's the day that life begins. Whether you believe that or not, it's semantics. It doesn't matter. The, the point of the bill is scientifically speaking wise, it's usually around six to eight weeks. I think it's actually five to seven, but six, six, seven weeks. They, um, is when the heart develops in the baby, thus the heartbeat heartbeat bill. So at that point, the state of Texas will tell you, uh, that's a living being. Therefore you can't kill it. Now there are some States and there's some places that are trying to get bills passed where you can, I I think I want to say it was Virginia where you can have an abortion after it, like, okay, baby's coming, and you can have an abortion. You know, that's that's crazy. Now, I totally disagree with the fact that people that use abortion for birth control, like if you're so lazy that either, A, you can't get a condom or you can't buy, uh, you know, contraceptive of some sort, whether it's being on the pill or, you know, whatever's out there. I don't even know. I don't, you know. I'm too old to have to worry about that crap anymore. But <clears throat> whatever method you use, there it's not that expensive to buy some condoms to get put on the pill to get the the whatever whatever's out there. <laughs> I guess I I don't know all the all the gimmicks and doodads and whatnot. But nonetheless, because I can't I, I don't think abortions are free. I'm pretty sure you got to pay for those. And uh, so I would think getting going to Walmart or Walgreens or whatever and getting some condoms is a hell of a lot easier than, than doing the surgery. But nonetheless, I personally don't believe that you should be able to, to kill a living soul because, oops, I wanted to have sex and I got pregnant, but I don't want a baby. Um, people will say, you know, so then if you want to carry it as far as being um, raped or incest or whatever, Okay, well, that's, that, that's a little bit different story. So if, if a girl is raped, whether it's by some stranger or her uncle or whatever the case may be, 
because you sit there and say rape or incest. Well, I, I would say they're both rape. So either way, um, <clears throat> if uh, then she okay, so she's raped today, and the guy does his business, and obviously there's a pretty good chance that she's going to that either is or going to be pregnant. So you can monitor that situation. You don't need to wait six weeks to see if you know if she's pregnant from the rape or whatever. Obviously, if she's raped. And, and the man did his business inside her, they're going to know that via a rape kit and so on and so forth. So that's that's a little bit of a different story. Um, if it's just a Friday night and you knock up your girl, um, you know what, that's on you. Or you better, I think they have a thing called Plan B. It's like a, a pill you can take essentially to, and I don't know, it does whatever it does to stop you from getting pregnant. Because it's not like... A, a guy and a girl do their thing and you know she's pregnant it's not like an instant instantaneous thing it's a couple of days so i the way i gather this plan b pill works is you uh have your in you know unsafe sex and the guy does his thing and you're like oh shit i'm not on the pill or whatever you go and get this plan b pill and it's supposed to take care of business whatever um Either way, I would say those options are a hell of a lot cheaper and a lot less dramatic to your body than going in for a, a surgery with the, you know, to get the abortion done. But nonetheless, um, I guess I'm rambling on there on abortion. My point is, is you do have a choice to have or not have the abortion. And, uh, you know, you'll have extremists uh, in the conservative party on the right that'll say, don't do the crime if you can't do the time, essentially. So if you, as soon as you have sex and if the guy does his thing, then you got to live with your consequences. And I don't think that's right either to force somebody to have a baby um, in that sense. But maybe we should teach kids, you know, the right and wrong way of doing things. Um, like I said, I don't think you should use abortion for uh, contraceptive. There's obviously alternative methods. The funny thing about this bill is, is about choice. So in the meantime, you have all these people uh, that are pro-choice yelling, my body, my choice. Uh, you can't force me to, to have a, to, to whatever, you know, to, to, <laughs> to do or not to do or are the same, or a lot of these same people are the same people telling you that you have to get a vaccine. Now, I will also say on the flip side, the same people that are saying abortion is illegal and you can't abort a baby, you don't have the right to, to make that choice, are the same people yelling, I don't want to take the vaccine, my body, my choice. You can't have it both ways. So <laughs> we need to find a middle ground and say, uh, maybe set up stipulations. So on the abortion aspect, like with the heartbeat belt, so, I mean, there's still ways to get around it. Okay, so if you're... Uh, if, if you're pregnant, okay, you can claim incest or rape or whatever. I would, I would assume that if you claim rape, obviously you went to the police, you would think you went to the police or whatever to, you know, say, hey, so-and-so raped me. You know, maybe you didn't. I don't know. Maybe you were afraid. I, I don't know. But there's also other, uh, there's other loopholes in the situation to get you out of the time frame of the six weeks. And, uh, but when it comes to the vaccine, 
it's the same the same situation. You should be <clears throat> if the idea behind the vaccine initially when they when the vaccine was coming out, right? And back in I think it was April, May, whenever it was, when it was kind of like open for everyone to get the vaccine. Everyone get the vaccine. And Biden come out saying, "Oh, uh if you get the uh if you get the vaccine, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. If you get the vaccine, you can have your 4th of July picnics. If you get the vaccine, yada, yada, yada. The whole push the vaccine. And then I don't re recall the exact number. I want to say it was around 60%, give or take, that the country was at. Wasn't good enough because I, I want to say by 4th of July, he was saying, oh, we're going to be 70% or 75, whatever his number was. And we weren't there. We fell short. And then... Fourth of July came and went, and now all of a sudden we have all these other variants. You had the Delta, the you know the I don't know what the Alpha, the Beta, the Delta, the now we got the new one. I think it's the Mu, <laughs> whatever. And uh, conveniently enough, now we're being inundated with all these different variants of uh, COVID, and uh, you know whatever. Uh, my point is, is initially with the vaccines, it was like, oh, you take this and you won't have to do whatever. You'd be safe. Well, now all of a sudden we have all these variants. So even if you did get the vaccine, you still got to wear a mask or better yet. Now uh, it's like every day or every couple of days it changes or it, uh, it updates, I should say. Uh, you still have to wear a mask. Oh, wait. And then you might need a booster every five months. Oh, wait. Now you might need to take these pills every day to enable the booster to work. Why? So now we're just going to be a medicated uh, times 100 society of just constantly pill popping and taking this and taking that. It's like, what the hell? Once again, like I said before, or my belief is uh, versus taking all these pills and all these things that are doing God knows what to your body. Why don't we try to get healthy as a as a society? You know, Instead of being lazy and eating McDonald's and Taco Bell and Burger King and whoever, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. Those, that's my opinion. Take it for what it's worth. Um, but does the does this Texas heartbeat bill open the door to that argument of choice or no choice? Or because obviously you had um, you had. Uh, they was it wasn't appealed, but it was they're fighting it. They're take, trying to take it to Supreme Court and appellate court. Uh, as of right now, it hasn't been overturned, but they're trying to get it overturned in the guise of the uh, v, uh, Roe, Roe versus Wade uh, situation uh, that made abortion legal uh, throughout the country. Uh, so I pose this to Chris, and and, and he he understands where I'm coming from with it and um, agrees and disagrees, I guess, in the same tone. But my, my curiosity is this, okay? You have the heartbeat bill. Let's say it gets appealed and it gets uh, overturned, right? You then, does that open the door to ha that people can argue the, the COVID not so much the vaccine. Like I said, I don't have a problem. Anybody wants to take the vaccine, you can go ahead and take the vaccine. Go talk to your doctor. If the doctor says that you're a prime candidate for it, then you know what? Roll up your sleeve, knock yourself out. I'm not here to tell you you shouldn't do it. I'm here to tell you that maybe you should do some research on it. Maybe you should talk to your doctor. And if you're not quite sure, if like, 
if your doctor is one of those doctors, because doctors, for, <laughs> for what it's worth, unfortunately, they get paid to push prescriptions. I mean, they get paid to do whatever else, too. But ultimately, you go to the doctor for whatever reason, and they give you whatever prescription for whatever your problem is. Generally, they're, they're, they're prescribing what's right for your situation, but guarantee you that if they're a specialty doctor, so if, uh, I don't know all the medicine and all the different doctors, but if, they, if, they, if they're a doctor that deals with one specific type of issue, guarantee you they're going to prescribe you uh, your medicine from <clears throat> whatever company you know and it's and it might be a situation obviously if you go to you know wherever you get your prescriptions filled that you can get a generic or you can get the name brand or whatever if, if a generic's available but generally speaking my point being is how many times you go into the doctor and they've given you free samples you go to the dentist they give you free toothbrush or free toothpaste or whatever the case may be you go to the eye doctor, they give you free, like, I wear contacts. So I got to go to the eye doctor. They give you a free set of contacts or whatever brand. They also give you free um, solution and whatnot, and it's a specific brand. So it's not like they give you uh, lens crafter uh, lenses and lens crafter uh, solution. It's usually uh, AccuVision lenses and uh, Bosch and Loam solution. I'm just throwing names out. I don't know if that's exactly what they are, but my point being is they do that. You go to the dentist. Well, I usually they give you like an oral B toothbrush and they might give you a thing, a crest toothpaste. Well, the reason that is, is because crest oral B, uh, Bosch and Loam, uh, AccuVision, you know, uh, Pfizer, Moderna, whoever they pay these doctors to and they give them these free samples of whatever to push on to their patients. Okay, so you go to, to a doctor and you have a rash. The doctor gives you, he might give you a sample tube of blah, 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 brand lotion, right, to put on it. And it's just going to be a small, this will last you two, three days, and here's a prescription and go get it filled. Well, they're going to give you that free sample, so if you use it, you're like, oh, shit, this works real well. I like this brand of whatever. Uh, these contacts are great. I like this brand of contacts. Oh, this toothbrush is great. I love this toothbrush or toothpaste or, you know, so on and so forth. So it's a way for them to push the brand. They're, they're sponsored. Here you go. But lack of a better term, they're sponsored doctors by whatever brand. I'm sponsored by Smooth My Balls. I'm sponsored by <laughs> Maker's Mark Whiskey. So therefore, I'm trying to push that onto you guys to buy. Why? Because it benefits me. Okay. If I'm a doctor of whatever discipline and I'm giving you free samples of whatever, then obviously it's in the guides of you going and buying said brand. Now, with that being said, you're not getting a free sample of Smooth My Balls or free sample of Maker's Mark. So sugar water, go buy this shit. Use, my, uh, use the show's name and uh, spread the word. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm, I'm rambling here on this whole situation and I'm really just trying to get to a point and I don't know what that is now. The, the point I'm trying to make is doctors, if you don't trust your doctor, you should trust your doctor, number one. But if you don't, if you think your doctor is pushing you onto something just because maybe he or she's getting paid to, if, if he or she is getting money from Pfizer or Moderna or whatever, then, and you, and even if they are or aren't, but you feel some kind of way about it, guess what? You, have you ever heard the term, uh, get a second opinion, Right. Okay, um, 
now, like I said, with that being said, if you, if you have a, if you have a regular doctor that you go to for, you know, whatever your reasons are and that doctor saying, Hey, you should do this, that or the other thing. And you're like, eh, eh. But then you go to another doctor and then that doctor says something totally different. Then I don't know, you know, um, where I go to the doctor, you know, on their, on their, uh, website, I was talking to Chris about this the other day and today also again, um, you know, it's, it, it doesn't advise against you getting the vaccine, but it, you know, essentially talk to your doctor. They, they frown, they, they're not a big fan of, of getting it if you're immunocompromised because it can cause an infection, uh, of, of whatever kind immunosuppressed people can get in, an infection from the vaccine or have, I guess that's one of the side effects. Uh, I went to the doctor the other day and he was like, you know, I was, he was asking about my COVID and whatnot. He was like, well, you know, aren't you vaccinated? I was like, no. And he's like, um, oh, why not? You should do it. You know, blah, blah, blah. You're actually eligible for the third dose. Okay. Well, I haven't got the first and or the second, but, um, nonetheless, uh, I said, well, you know, your own website advises against that for immunocompromised. Well, since I've actually stopped taking the, I'm off of the trial now where I was taking the, uh, Keytruda, which is an immuno, you know, immunotherapy. It, uh, I'm assuming now he feels that I should get it, but he also thought I had already gotten it. And I've just within the last two months have been off of this medicine. So whatever, I don't know what his thought process is. I don't know if he's getting paid. Uh, I don't know. I don't care. It, he also isn't pushing me to do it. He isn't saying, go get it. We can do it right now. Da, 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 roll up your sleeve. We'll do it right here. He's just something, you know, well, if you have any questions, you should, you can ask me, you know, why haven't you done it? And I was like, well, I just, I don't know. I just don't think we know enough about it. And I know you're a doctor, but even you don't know enough about it. We don't know. We don't know what this is going to do. We're not going to do Hell, The people that are pushing the damn thing, the people that started the damn thing don't know because if they knew they wouldn't be making up the rules as we're going along. If the people from Pfizer, Moderna, FDA, CDC, blah, 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 whatever acronym you want to use, if they knew, we wouldn't have to every day hear a different thing about the fucking vaccines. So point being is I'm just wondering if this heartbeat bill, whether it gets appealed or doesn't get appealed or whatever, isn't going to open the door on the backside of some sort of way towards these mandates for the vaccines. Like I said, most of my family, I mean, my, me and my wife, my uh, stepdaughter and her family are not. Uh, other than that, everyone else is, whether it's for work or their personal beliefs or whatever the case may be, you know, so be it. I don't fault them for it. I don't, it's not like I don't talk to my family members. Oh, Jesus Christ, you got the vaccine. I can't talk to you. I, your choice, your body, your choice. Hello. Hey, novel idea. How about that? <laughs> All right. So on to other news of the uh, back part of the week, because I'm sure conveniently enough, uh, this broke on uh, late Friday, oddly enough, because uh, we've always said this, if it's bad news or news that they don't want you to know about, it breaks on when? Friday afternoon. Why? Because most people aren't watching, the, you know, on the news on Friday or they're taking the weekend. Especially now, this time of year, you got college football. The NFL is going to be starting up. So they're going to always break bad news if they can get away with it on Fridays because the 
news cycle isn't going to carry it. But uh, what is said bad news that I'm referring to? Well, let's see. The uh, job numbers came out for uh, for uh, August, and uh, they're about a quarter of a million uh, short of where they thought. Or wait, hold on. Only oh no, so they're a half a million. My bad. I I, I quickly read that and quickly read it wrong. <laughs> half a million short of of uh, said projections. Hmm. So uh, I know they they had a quick thing about it and. Uh, I guess someone asked uh, Dipshit McGee, and of course he blames COVID. Um, <laughs> unemployment rate dropped from a 5.2 to a 5.4. Um, the August total, the worst since January, comes with heightened fears of the pandemic and the impact that rising COVID cases could have on what has been mostly a robust recovery. The weak report could cloud policy for the Federal Reserve, which is weighing whether to pull back some of the massive stimulus it has been adding since the outbreak uh, of early 2020. The labor market recovery hit the brakes this month with a dramatic showdown in all industry, or I'm sorry, yeah, showdown in all industries, said Daniel Zao, senior economist, economist, if I could read, we'd be fucking doing great, at a job site glass door. Ultimately, the Delta variant wave is a harsh reminder that the pandemic is still the driver's seat and it controls our economic future. Leisure and hospitality jobs, which had been the primary driver of the overall gains at 350000 per month for the last six months, stalled in August as unemployment rate in the industry ticked higher to 9.1%. Instead, professional and business services led with 74,000 new positions. Other gainers included transportation and warehousing with 53,000, private education <laughs> with 40,000, and manufacturing and other services, which each gained uh, post gains of 37,000. Retail lost 29,000 with the bulk from food and beverage stores, which saw a decrease of 23,000. Um, okay, so before I read on further, I, I, I giggled. I, <laughs> private education, gee, I wonder why. I wonder why, because people aren't sending their kids to school for a couple of different reasons, whether it's because they're afraid they're going to get the vid from other kids or, my personal opinion, it is because of all the bullshit with the CRT. And I'm not going to dwell into that a whole lot because I got more on that here in a little bit. So we'll keep that in mind when we talk about that. So uh, where are we at here? The weaker employment activity is likely both a demand and a supply story. Companies paused hiring. Uh, in the face of weaker demand and uncertainty about the future, while workers withdrew health uh, withdrew due to health concerns, Bank of America economist Joseph Song said in a note to clients. Now, I just want to um, say this before I go on: that uh, I, this this news article that I'm reading is uh, from CNBC. So, um, I do listen or watch Fox a lot and I'm the first to admit that that's the fact that's the case so this is from CNBC this isn't from Fox this isn't from Tucker Carlson or uh, Dan Bongino or Hannity or anyone like that this is from CNBC so anyone out there that wants to argue that I'm spouting Fox rhetoric and bullshit um, no okay so anyway uh, the report comes with the U.S. seeing about 150,000 new COVID cases a day. So blah, 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 blaming it on COVID. So, so uh, 
Dipshit McGee's going to blame the loss. Anytime there's a loss, it's COVID. So when there's a gain, I'm great. When there's a loss, it, I, uh, but Joe, didn't you say you were going to uh, cure COVID and rid us of the problems that Trump created, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say this about that, where I'm going <laughs> to, what I'm about to say kind of, kind of does agree with dipshit McGee, but I'm going to say this, you can't have it both ways. You can't blame your job losses for COVID one month, and then if you see a spike, take credit for it. You can't. The, the problem is, is this. The um, COVID in general, so we've been dealing with this for, what, a solid year and a half, a little bit longer. I mean, we're, we're actually approaching a two-year anniversary of it, where it when it started in December of 19. So we're rounding the corner on year two, okay? But as far as it's impacted anybody, you're talking, what, March of 20? So we're, we're about a year and a half of it, of us having to deal with it, whether it be lockdowns or 15 days to slow to spread, which I, I don't know what we're at now. I've got tired of looking it up. It's probably like almost 600 <laughs> days since 15 days to slow to spread started. But nonetheless, COVID has made people lazy. And I'm saying this coming from a state in which we didn't really have lockdowns. Okay, so March, whatever, I can't recall the date, but whatever date it was in March, DeSantis is like, we're going to do 15 days to slow to spread, and everything's going to be shut down except for essential businesses. So your grocery stores, Walmart, uh, and the people that supply said places, and you know your police officers, fire department, uh, hospital workers, so on and so forth. Other than that, you're closed. So I, I, I don't even know that, obviously, restaurants, like some restaurants were open, I think McDonald's and places like that, and some of your sit-down restaurants were still open, but they were for um, pickup, like you could order to go or whatever. And I get that because people need to eat, people need to buy groceries, people need to buy shit from Walmart. I get it, whatever. But unlike the majority of the country, once the two weeks was up, he was like, okay, you know, they set up phases. So it wasn't like 15 days of slow to spread. Okay, everything's open back up. He did uh, phase one, two, three, or I think it was either one, two, three, ABC, whatever it was. But nonetheless, there were three phases. And uh, the first phase was uh, indoor dining. I don't remember the numbers. I want to say 25%. And, you know, then phase two was like 50%. Phase three is 100%. And so on and so forth. So he did it in phases. But point being is by, let's see, I want to say June, July, somewhere around there of last year, we were like open. We were good to go. And, of course, if you guys recall, especially if you're not from Florida, because I know I have, that we have people listening from other states. We're pretty much heard in most of the states in the country, plus plenty of other countries, oddly enough, we're, we're starting to get worldwide because people see the name of the show, they listen to it, and they understand what I'm trying to say, and they're getting pissed off, just like we should be more pissed off. But nonetheless, so even in Florida, where we've pretty much been open for business since July of 2020, we have lazy people that work in the state or don't work in the state. And how in the hell people are affording this is beyond me. I mean, uh, no matter what type of a lifestyle you live and what kind of income you're used to making, you still have bills to pay. Now, granted, I know up until recently, the, um, the uh, moratorium on evictions, yeah, evidently, <laughs> I mean, unbeknownst to me, 
I mean, I, I know I heard about it, but obviously I don't, I don't rent. So I don't, I don't think about those things, but I guess you could just not pay your rent and, uh, and you were good. Uh, I think, and what the problem is now moving forward is as these uh, bills are going away or these emergency, whatever are going away, the, if you rent a, a, an apartment or whatever, and your rents, you know, whatever, hundred, you know, five, $500,000, whatever a month, and you haven't paid rent for say a year, you, uh, the, these places that you rent from, well, they want that year's worth of rent. It's not like, Oh, okay. We're going to start charging rent again. No, they want you to start paying now. Plus the, you know, $12,000 you own for the last year, whatever the number is. But nonetheless, um, so you didn't pay rent. We were giving you money, whether it was unemployment, stimulus, uh, federal benefits. So in America, we, unfortunately, unlike other countries, we are in it to take the easy way out, right? And everyone does it. I'm not saying that I'm better than the next person. If, if someone wanted to pay me what I make to stay home, I'm going to stay home. So a lot of these jobs, these hospitality jobs that they're talking about where the, where the numbers are going down are these food and beverage, I don't remember what they called them, but basically grocery stores and uh, uh, convenience stores and those types of places and your fast food and, and, and any restaurant, whether it's fast food or a sit-down restaurant, they are um, seeing these losses because if you're, if you're working at McDonald's and you're making – 10 bucks an hour, whatever that number is, and you can sit on your ass and get unemployment or benefits or uh, stimulus and chi or, you know, what's a child credit and whatever in the hell else they're giving you and make the same or maybe even in some cases more money to do that. Well, you're going to fucking do it. Like I said, if someone comes to me and says, hey, we're going to pay you what you make a year plus give you medical uh, and you don't have to come to work. Uh, where do I sign up? And how long is this for? Oh, it's permanent? Sign me up. So we're all guilty of it. Not not one person that I know or not one person that's listening to this show wouldn't agree with me. Um, and and that's, just, that's just how we as Americans are. We're raised. When I was a kid, you know, you were raised to work a job so you can retire. You know, obviously, the quicker you can get to that retirement, the better. So, <laughs> in my opinion, if you're 25 years old and shit happens and they say, oh, we're going to pay you, you know, $500 a week to sit on your ass. Well, I don't give a shit. You're not old enough to retire. Get to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The problem is there's not enough people with that work ethic. And even the people that are working now, the problem is, like, if some of these people that are working – we're sitting on their ass for the last six, eight months, 10 months, a year. They're lazy. And it reflects in the service you get in these stores. How many times have you gone out to eat uh, or gone to McDonald's or gone to the grocery store, gone to Walmart, and the service just sucks because they're not holding people. The people that are working, they're not holding them accountable for the job that they are or aren't doing because they're just happy somebody's there and they don't have to do the job because the bosses don't have that luxury of taking the, the six, eight, 10, 12 months off to sit on their ass because they're not going to make the money. The government's not going to pay them the money they're making working their job. You see what I'm saying? So 
people aren't held being held accountable because they're just happy that someone showed up essentially. Like Chris was telling me the other day, him and his wife went out to eat and they got to the restaurant and, uh, there was some people standing outside, you know, like they were waiting for tables. And I, I can't remember. I, I, it was probably a Saturday night, I think he had said. And um, so he's like, oh, man, they're busy. They're standing outside. So he goes up and put, puts, puts their name in for a table. And the uh, hostess is like, okay, it's going to be whatever, 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was. And he's looking around the restaurant. The place is half, half empty. Now, I think it was even more than half empty. And, I, and before he was finishing the store, I said, probably because they ain't had anybody fucking working. And he goes, that's exactly what I think he said. There were like two or three waitresses or waiters working that Saturday night at a busy restaurant. I mean, I haven't been to this particular restaurant myself in a while, but it's Saturday night. And I think it was 637. So it's not like it was too early or too late that it was already dying out or shift change or whatever the case may be. It was probably prime time Saturday night people out eating dinner with their their significant other and you're not seating tables because uh <laughs> you you don't have enough waiters or waitresses or cooks or or you know whatever the case may be and then when they finally did sit down I mean it, they didn't have to wait forever I was 10 15 whatever minutes but then when they when they got seated their the waiter that they did have you know sucked it was a uh, situation where you order a beer you know and it's like where's my beer you know you do <laughs> you do whatever and uh you know so even by the time you do get seated by the time you did wait when you could have already been seated you still have to wait or you get shitty service and then those people get shitty tips and then those people say this is bullshit i'm gonna go ahead and quit because i was making more money sitting on my ass and it's a vicious cycle so my opinion COVID created all this. You know, we created the laziness by using the 15 days of slow to spread and then enabled these people to sit around their ass. God forbid. I can only imagine what it's like. I mean, I've been to New York, to you know, New York City. I've been to these places that have relatively recently just opened up just to have to deal with the bullshit again. And, uh, the oh, the new variants are keeping people away. That's probably true because they're so media scared by what they're being told that they're they're legitimately afraid to get a job or not not to get a job but to be out in public you know so i mean if if they can and some of these people where where the jobs are being cut or not cut but um aren't being filled at you know restaurants and whatnot those people it's not even to say that those people are unemployed necessarily they could have gotten a job with you know a whatever company doing uh something from home whether it be on the computer or uh, sales via the phone from the house or I know Amazon does stuff from home from the house and my sister works for um, you know an insurance company and she worked from home and you know so on and so forth because the people are so scared not that my <laughs> my sister's been working from home for forever but so I don't want to include her in this as being too scared to work out in public she's been working at home for shit I think I don't know 15 years <laughs> or longer maybe but um, so we've literally scared people to stay home, you know, and whether that's what they wanted this whole time or uh, not. I don't know. I mean, that, I guess, remains to be seen. But I will say this. The thing that is most concerning about 
this report or this uh, news article that I read here is the part where they talk about <clears throat> the uh, the weaker employment activity is likely both a demand and supply issue. But I guess one of the biggest things is the the Federal Reserve weighing in on this. And if you listen to the show that I did uh, the other day about the the new Great Depression. Without going into detail of that, because I'm going to just need y'all to listen to it. Um, but basically, in that in that episode, I talked about how the the original or what we believe what we know of as the original Great Depression was was spawned a few years after the Spanish flu. We're on that same trend. So, if you want to know more about what I feel as far as what may or may not happen as far as the the Great Depression that you know of in the 20s and late 20s, early 30s, 1920s and 1930s, uh, and what I think is about to happen, listen to that episode. Please. But um, I will say this. Along with COVID making people lazy, I, I believe that um, the one good thing if you, if you want to look at it this way that um that has happened with covid is um is homeschooling so when when covid hit last year and we did the 15 days of slow spread like in florida so i, I mean i think this was pretty much everywhere in the country in march they basically uh shut everything down right schools and everything so around here it was right at right around spring break, I believe. And um, they made a decision that, because school was just about over anyway, in Florida it ends at the end of May, um, varying depending on where you're at, it's end of May, beginning of June, but nonetheless. I, I don't know, I don't have kids in school, but I want to believe, I think they either ended school at that point or they did home, like virtual schooling. But then, even then, it was such a snap decision to do this that, um, you know, some, most schools, I think pretty much just whitewashed the whole situation and passed everybody because they, there was plenty of people that were like, well, I can't afford to buy my kid a computer and I can't do this. I can't afford the internet. And, and whether that's true or not true, I'm not, I'm not disputing that fact, you know, to put, even if you, even if you have a good job and pay your bills and do everything the right way um, and make good money, if you don't have a computer in your house to have to ask somebody to go and get a computer for their kid or kids to homeschool, you know, to a virtual school on is a lot to ask. And God forbid if you have multiple children, you know, like I talk about my sister, so she works at home for, you know, the company she works for, and obviously she works on a computer all day. Okay, well, her son, for the last part of the year, of the school year last year, had to homeschool. Well, a lot of people just don't have the money to go buy a <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, you know, whatever, $100 computer if the child doesn't have a computer already. And most kids don't. I mean, you might have an iPad, you might have a you know, a PlayStation or an Xbox or whatever the case may be, but most kids don't have a laptop or a, a desktop computer. They just don't. The parents might. Like, I have a laptop. I have a desktop. If we had kids that were, you know, if we had small children living with us, 
they would have access because I don't have to sit at home all day and use a computer. The problem is, is some parents that do have said desktop and let's say, you know, little Susie or Johnny come home from school and they're able to get on the computer at home so they can look up stuff on, you know, for homework lessons or whatever the case may be. Well, that's all fine and dandy because mom and dad, mom and or dad are at work wherever they work and so on and so forth. But when all this shit happened and then say mom and or dad had to work from home because of the COVID, well, now they need the computer. So little Johnny or Susie can't use the computer. So it's a, it's a big thing. And it was all of a sudden, bam, this needs to happen. Um, so people couldn't run out and go buy computers. And I get that. But once that happened, because then the next school year, the, uh, the, the last, the, you know, when school started in, at the end of uh, 2020, so this was March of 20. So in August of 20, when school restarted for the next school year, or, you know, wherever school starts in where you live, so August, September, whenever that is, people were able to get computers however it was. I know around here some of the schools were giving away, like, not giving away, but they were letting kids get iPads and, like, almost like checking out a library book. They could <laughs> check out a, a iPad or, a, you know, a laptops or whatever the case may be. Local governments, local um, charity services were helping families get computers, and that was good. But the best thing that came about this was parents were, you know, so you had parents that were home. So if you had younger children that were having to e-learn, and they might have been, it might have been a teacher from their school. It wasn't like they were e-learning from wherever. The, it was probably from your local elementary or middle or high school that were teaching these, like, basically Zoom classes. Well, parents were listening to what, the teacher was telling the kids. And we talked about this on one of the shows a couple of weeks ago about CRT and uh, the indoctrination that teachers are doing. And not all teachers. I'm not going to sit here and bash teachers and tell you all teachers are bad. But obviously, as you watch the news, we know that there are some teachers are bad. Is that the majority? Is it the minority? Is it 50-50? I don't know. The point is, just like anything else in the news, they're going to glorify or demonize the the whatever fits the agenda, let's say. My point being is where you're seeing around the country more and more parents standing up at, um, you know, uh, school board meetings and and uh, whatever, you know, arguing about these CRTs and what they're learning, what their children are learning, and they're getting pissed off whether they're black or white or Hispanic. It's not like it's just white people bitching about CRT. There's plenty of black people and plenty of people of color, period, bitching about POC because ide- uh, about, not POC, about CRT. Ideally, without going in, into detail, I mean, I'm going I'm I'm to assume that most of you guys understand and have heard what CRT is and what it's all about. But basically, it's demonizing white people and making, I don't even want to say black people, just people of color, whether you're black or Hispanic or whatever the case may be. Oh, and by the way, if you're Asian, you're considered white because... If you're, if you're successful and you're an Asian or you're successful, and by successful, I mean passing. I, I don't know. I don't know what they deem successful, whether you, you know, whatever the case may be. However, whatever they interpret success as. If you're Asian or white, then you're the same. You're, you're classified in the same group. If you're not either of those, then you're a person of color. So if you're Hispanic or black or 
whatever, you're oppressed. And you're now. My question is: is if you're a black person, man, you know, male or female, and you're making good grades, or you have a successful business, or you have a good job, or whatever the case may be, you have a nice home and you have nice things, and da da da. Does that make you an Uncle Tom? Does that make you an oppressor? And if you're a white person that doesn't have a good job and doesn't have a nice car and nice things and own your own business, what does that make you? I, I, I See, the point is, is CRT is solely based on skin color. It doesn't matter if you're successful or not. It's all about being white or not being white, essentially. And if you're white, you're an oppressor. And if you're not, you're, an, you're oppressed. Well, you have plenty of black people of color, black, black people, Hispanic people, whatever. And, and even like say some of these Hispanic people that have come from other countries, they're like, this is bullshit. And black folks in this country are like, this is bullshit. You're telling me that my kids, or you're telling my kids essentially that they're never going to live up to be anything because they're oppressed because of their skin color. And it shouldn't matter what color you are. It's, you just need to try to do your best to be, you can be successful at anything. You can be the best fucking McDonald's worker you want to be and be white, black, Hispanic, whatever. I've always told my kids, you know, when they worked minimum wage jobs growing up, like we probably all did, if you're going to work a job, be the best at it. Get the, make the most money doing that job that you can make. So if you're working at McDonald's, don't settle for being a part-time um, drive-through worker like my son. He worked at McDonald's when he was a kid. You know, and then after he graduated high school, he was still working there, and he hadn't really made up his mind as to what he was going to do with his life. So I told him, if you're going to work there, make the most money you can make. My daughter, when she was in high school, when she, or actually when she graduated high school, she was working at Walmart, just cashier or whatever. You're going to work there, make as much money as you can make. Point being is don't settle for what they give you, no matter what color you are. And uh, don't use that as an excuse because then that just looks like a like you're using a crutch. But what I believe is, because I, I disagree, there's other podcasts out there that talks about, um, you know, CRT and the 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 good or the bad or whatever. I believe the good, if you want to call it that, that's come from CRT in school coincides with COVID slash e-learning and kids being at home and what i mean by that is crt isn't new they didn't just start this this year or last year or whatever this has been going on for years this is not a new thing it's a subtle thing and it's been going on for probably since my kids were in high school hell it may even been a little bit then when i was in high school when i was in whatever school high school middle school whatever i think where they, where they, where where the NWO and the powers that be messed up with their agenda, was the the locking down of everything, and causing kids to have to learn from home, causing one or both parents to be at home while the child, children, whatever, were learning from school. So ideally, if you most of these parents that are up in arms about the CRT and, and the whatnot are the ones that paid attention. So like when my kids were in school, I paid it. I mean, granted, they didn't home, do homeschool. They went to school and came home, you know. So on a daily basis, it was like, oh, what did you learn today? What did you talk about? You know, how was class? What, what do you like? What class do you like? What class don't you like? 
so I, my biggest thing with both the kids was was history. What'd you learn in history? You know, whether it was world history or mostly I, I, I don't want to say I wasn't, I didn't care about world history as far as what they learned. I was more important and interested in what they learned in American history and to see how from the time that I was in school to the time they were in school, what has changed of what they were learning, but then even more so, um, what aren't they saying anymore? You know, so I, it's interesting if you if you would pay attention to what your kids are doing in school, what they're learning, or more importantly, what they're not learning. Also, uh, so I think doing the virtual schools and the e-learning and the whatever your school district was calling it made that a lot easier to to pick up from uh, without them actually having to tell you, oh, Mrs. Johnson said this. Well, you heard Mrs. Johnson say it because you heard it on the e-learning. I'll give you a little story before I move on, and I'm going to get off this subject. Uh, Chris was telling me. So Chris's daughter, uh, she does ballet and, and dance and whatnot. And she, was, she goes to a school in town. So the different high schools in, in town have different uh, uh, academies, I guess is what they're calling them. So you have, you know, just whatever, whatever the academy is, dance academy, uh, law academy, flying academy, so on and so forth. And um, so she goes to the dance one, the high school that has the dance academy uh, in town and, you know, whatever. But she's been doing ballet and, and whatnot for years. I don't know exactly how long. So I'm going to say 10 years. It's probably been longer, but nonetheless. And um, as of lately, the people that teach her dance, you know, they're, for lack of a better term, they're stupid. No, I'm joking. <laughs> they, they're those people that have a certain outlook on the way things should be. How about that? So ideally, you know, they are liberal thinkers and they have a certain way and they think things should be done a certain way and Trump was evil and Obama was great and whatever. And you're entitled to that opinion. If you think Trump's great and Obama was great, or I mean, I'm sorry, Trump sucked and Obama was great and Biden's the next one and this is all great and why didn't Hillary win? If that's what you feel, number one, you're probably not listening to this show. But whatever. You're entitled to that opinion. If you think Obama and Biden and all these people sucked and Trump was great, once again, you're entitled to that opinion. No one's going to tell you that you're right or you're wrong. I might not talk to you if you think that Obama or Biden and his approaching his eighth month anniversary of fuckery is great. Then, you know, you need to get your fucking hand, head out of the sand. But nonetheless, um, so as a teenager, as, as her being a teenager and, and we all know whether we've had teenagers or obviously we were once a teenager, we it's our goal in life as a teenager to argue with our parents about whatever. And of course, this is something I came into realization when my kids were teenagers that, uh, my dad knew more than, than I thought, <laughs> you know, as much as you think if, if, if there's any high school kids that happen to be listening to the show, I'm, a, I'm here to tell you right now, don't think that your parents don't know what you're up to. Don't think that your parents haven't been there and haven't done that. 
because I used to think the same damn thing when I was in high school. When I was 14, 15, 16, I was up to my shenanigans and no good, thinking my parents are fucking idiots. They'll never figure this out. Because me and my dad are about the same age difference versus our kids. So, like, my dad, I don't know, like, uh, 20 years older than my sister is three years older than me. My daughter is three years older than my son. My dad was 20 years older than my daughter or than my uh, my sister and 23 years older than me. So you see what I'm saying? I am 20 years older than my daughter and 23 years older than my son. So age-wise, we matched up pretty much dead on. So like when I was 15, my dad was, you know, uh, 38. You know, now when I was 15, my dad was old as fuck, but he was only 38. You see, you see what I'm saying? So when I was 38 and my son was 15, I realized uh, 38 ain't that damn old. You know what I'm saying? So all the things I thought I was getting away with, I probably wasn't. Anyway, point being is, as she was going to this school where, you know, these people that were teaching the school, and there was, I don't know, two or three different teachers, they had their own ideas about things, and they were passing that on to these kids, and then the kids were all, you know, the girls that she hung out with, you know, all roughly the same age, and they thought they knew whatever. But at any rate, so... In the meantime, I guess over the summer, she kind of stopped going to that to that dance studio and was like, I'm just going to focus on school. She got a, you know, she turned 16. She's like, I'm going to get a job. She got a summer job, which she's still working at and good for her. But now as she's working, paying, you know, you know, it's not she's making thousands of dollars, but, you know, she's working a part time job and uh, realizing that. You know, I, I, you know, I don't know what she makes an hour, but you know, I make whatever an hour I work, however many hours I should make $200 this week, which is a lot of money to, you know, 16 year old. Oh shit. I had to pay $50 or 60, whatever dollars in taxes. That's bullshit. You know? So, and now I got to put gas in my car. That's and gas is a dollar more than it was, you know, a year ago and so on and so forth. She's realizing the real world of things. And that's how it's easy to manipulate high school kids into thinking the left way. (laughs) But once these kids get jobs and start paying, not that she pays her own way, you know, she pays her parents' rent or anything, but I'm just saying her own way in the sense of gas in the car and she helps pay for the car and she has taxes taken out of her paycheck and so on and so forth. She's realizing that the things that her, that Chris and, you know, his wife and we have been telling her for the past however many years you know, they were right, you know, you were right, you were right, you know, and it's like good on her, good on them for them passing that on. And if more parents would do that, I did that with my kids, you know, if more parents, and I would assume that the majority of the people listening to the show have done it with their kids and so on and so forth. Um, You know, as my kid, as my kids are having kids, my uh, stepdaughter, daughter, whatever, uh, you know, I consider her my daughter. I've been, around, you know, she's been in my life for I don't even know shit twenty, <laughs> damn near twenty years. At any rate, uh, she's doing that with her kids. You know, she has a nine year old and a four year old, and she once all this shit happened, and you start realizing the things that they're being taught. Granted, my uh, granddaughter Layla, she's nine, and I'm not saying they're not doing the CRT and the stuff like that. Even that young, I think they are doing those things. They're brainwashing these children. Once she, once you realize that, well, she's like, I'm done with this. I'm homeschooling. Good on her. Great. Nonetheless. So anyway, I don't want to keep dwelling in on this because I don't want to get too long. We're already into an hour of this show. And uh, you know, one other thing, 
I want to I want to talk about or you know what I'm going to save it for I'm going to save it for Wednesday and um and it it does piss me off but you know I've I've kind of dwelled on it and I want to end the show with a little bit of levity and uh I'm going to give you all my song uh hopefully it's only like a two two and a half minute song so give it a listen to it and um please guys tell me what you think leave some comments uh, like I said, whether it's Facebook or on the app, whatever app you're listening to the podcast on, if it sucks, I, you're not going to hurt my feelings if you tell me it sucks. Because trust me when I tell you this, the song is easy as it seems like coming up with these songs. And I know I don't have the, the best singing voice. Um, it's not meant to be art in the sense of I'm trying to get on fucking American Idol or anything like that. I'm just making jokes I'm having fun, and I want this show to be serious and give you some serious topics, but I also want to bring you a little bit of the funny. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and uh, indulge you with my uh, lyrical uh, talent, and uh, I'll be back with you on the backside to, uh, to close out the show. Care. 
So I can't imagine why They just don't impeach this fucking guy Everybody's wondering What the fuck happened? How did this guy get elected? And we're screwed either way Cause Kamala ain't no motherfucking better That's for fucking sure guys Tom exclusive. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you like. Okay, like I said, uh, not the best singing voice. I'm uh, not the worst, but it's about the lyrics. It's about being funny and about what I said in that song was basically the truth. So anyway. <laughs> So, so just, you know, guys, please tell me what you think. Like I said, you're not going to hurt my feelings one way or the other. If, it's, if you think it's funny, you know, maybe I should find someone else to sing it, whatever. Uh, if you like the songs, you want me to keep doing them? Because basically what happens is as I listen to the radio, listen to, you know, music on my phone, whatever the case may be, or sometimes I'll be in, a, you know, be wherever, be at the grocery store, whatever song comes over, you know, the you know, the sound system there. And I just start singing the song and I'll mix up the lyrics. I do this all the time. And uh, this, the tune there was from Chicago. You know, does anybody know what time it is? So I was like, shit, that, that flows with just what, what just happened last weekend with Dipshit McGee where he's checking his watch when the poor soldiers are, you know, being taken off the transport with the, the fly dra uh, draped coffins and he kept checking his watch, you know. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know. And, you know... <laughs> I'm thinking Joe Biden wants to know what time it is. Oh, shit, I can do a song, you know? <laughs> it's like, anyway. So, and on that note, if you like the songs and you think I'm stupid and but funny and you have some ideas, hey, maybe you should do a, do a song in the, you know, uh, you know, whatever, in the terms of, uh, I don't know, MC Hammer, you know, whoever. I, I, I will say this about that. My rapping is a little bit better than my singing. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, with that being said. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm -mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right, then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. So don't forget to follow us on social media. Uh, Facebook.com backslash don't tread on America. Instagram.com backslash don't tread on America. And Twitter.com backslash DTOM underscore 1775. Um, and, uh, you know, the thing is with those social medias, we don't put a whole bunch of stuff on there. Basically, we do it to put stupid-ass memes and whatnot and just get people riled up. And it's also a way for, if you follow us on those pages, um, to know when a show's being brought up. And like I said, I'm going to try and stick to three days a week. Hopefully, there's enough things going on in the news where I can do these shorter shows and give you a Sunday, Wednesday, and a Friday show. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, 
the good Lord willing and the creeks don't rise, I'm going to be here and I'll be back with you guys on Wednesday. As for that, today is uh, Sunday and it is September 5th, 2021. God be with you and you guys have a great and fantastic day. And I will see you, or I guess I won't see you, but you'll hear me on Wednesday. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you then. See you later.